the sixth, the sixth message of this series, God's Kingdom Church Agenda. We are still coming out of Matthew chapter 6, 32 to 33. We are using the Amplified Bible. If, if you are here, would you stand if you are able as we begin to... hear what God has for us this morning. And the reason our hearing for the Gentiles, Gentiles is anybody that's not Jew. It's not about color that unless you were born of, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you were a Gentile. Amen. Unless you got that bloodline in you, you were a Gentile. That's the way from a biblical perspective that the Jewish looked at it, the Jewish people looked at it. And, and here, it, it, as heathen, which means all Jewish people don't have to be heathens. Okay. I mean, let me take that back. All Gentile people don't have to be heathens. Heathen means unbelievers. Okay? It says, for which for and crave. He's saying that they crave the things of the world. They usually seek, first of all, our physical needs and our emotional craving. <laughs> then he says, your heavenly fathers know well that you have need of all these things. Amen. What he's saying. He says, he said, he knows what you need. Turn to your neighbor. Say, did you know your heavenly father? Your heavenly father. Your heavenly father. He knows. He knows. He knows what you need. Somebody ought to give God a shout right there. It says, but, but I can use therefore. Because of this truth, if you know this, then there should be a proper response. Seek, aim at, strive after first of all his kingdom, his righteousness, which means his way of doing things. God has a way. Turn to your neighbor and say, God has a way. God has a way of doing things. Learn his way. Learn his way. That's where the blessing is. That's where the blessing is. Let's stop right there. That's good enough. Father, even now, Lord, even now, move Tracy out of the way and allow your Shekinah glory to remain on us. As you manifest yourself in the music, manifest yourself in the word. Let there be a pouring out, Lord, of your glory that we may receive what you are saying in the spirit. Lord, speak. Lord, speak. And allow us to receive it. Even now, Lord, we give you the highest praise. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. The thought I want to bring to you is seeking the face of the king. Yes, sir. If there's a king, if there's a kingdom, there's a king. Yes, sir. Christ is the king. Yes, sir. If you are a Christian, then you, are, you have been pulled out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, and Jesus is not just your savior, He's supposed to be your king. Amen. Okay? How I know that? Well, I know Philippians tells us that the day will come that every knee 
shall bow. Devil shall bow. Buddha shall bow. Muhammad will bow. All the demons are going to bow. And watch this. And they're going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of lords and King of kings. He's going to bring an end to this thing. But until then, we that are his ought to already be operating in kingdom agenda, in kingdom principles, in kingdom ways. Uh, can, 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 I, can I can just break this down a little bit? One of the reasons why we don't get what God has is that we're not operating in the way he wants us to operate. We don't understand God's ways. We don't understand how this spiritual thing operates. We're saved and still walking in the flesh. We're saved with the Holy Spirit and still doing things the way the world does it. And then asking God to bless our mess. How can I say this? God only blesses what he has laid out. I told on Friday night, God is not Republican and God is not Democrat. <laughs> God is not for the Bengals nor the Ravens. God is not choosing sides. He is really asking the question, whose side are you on? The winning side is his side. And he stands all by himself. And he said, Joshua walked up to him and said, are you on their side or are you on our side? He said, neither. You know, our God is too big to pick sides. In fact, all by himself, he's a side. He's saying, he's really asking the question, who's on my side? Who wants to get blessed? Who wants him to be active in your life? So, 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 so if I really took this seriously, it would change my prayers. If we really took this seriously, we, instead of asking God to bless our agenda, we'd be asking, what is your agenda? Show me your way. Show me where you are. Show me where you're blessed. Line my life up to you, Lord. Because that's where the blessing is. It's seeking his face. Seeking his face means his presence. Let me see if I can write this down. Let me speak to, let me just speak in general relationship. I don't care how much you love another person, if they don't love you, there's nothing you can do to make them love you. You can be the best person in the world, you can give them everything you got, they will use you, but that don't mean they're going to love you. Some of us think that if I love them enough, I'll make them love you. No. It don't work that way. It can be a one-sided love affair and you giving everything and they're not giving nothing or they're giving just enough to get by, but you don't have their heart. If you don't have a person heart, I don't care what you give, it's not going to make them give their heart. You can go through all the counseling, you can go through all that, but if you don't got the heart, you don't have... Do you know what this is really talking about? He's saying, I want your heart. Yes, sir. Just because we're saved don't mean that God has our heart. Your action, our action dictates how much he has our heart. How can I say that? A person's action 
will tell you. I don't care what they say from their lips. Lips will say anything to get what they want. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Y'all better listen. I don't care how much the joker says he loves you. But if actions don't follow the lip service, he don't love you. can parallel back and forth the relationship, human relationship with our spiritual relationship with Christ because it is relationship. Yes, it is. And when we make it relationship, it takes us out of religion. God is not impressed with your doing if you're doing it from the heart. You can be the best acting person in the world, but if your heart ain't in it, it's no good. He's not counting action. He's counting where's your heart. He's saying, seek ye the face of God. Let's see scriptures. Let me run through these scriptures. He says in Psalms 27, saying, Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud, have mercy and be gracious to me and answer me. This is the Psalms of David. He said, You said, Seek my face, inquire for, require my presence as your vital need. Now no, 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 watch, watch with me. David's in trouble in Psalms 27. Oh, yes, he is. And now that he's in trouble and he needs God, uh-huh. he remembers what God had already said. God said, seek my face before David got in trouble. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hold on. David now cries back to the Lord. Notice it says he's crying. You know why he's crying? He's in trouble. You know when we cry? When we're in trouble. And all of a sudden, Lord, I beat you. Lord, you said, seek your face. Wait a minute. Where was you a month ago when things was going good? I got to step down here for this. I am now of the opinion that for most of us, trouble is good for us. Oh, yes, sir. Trouble makes you get out of self. See, let me just be real honest. Most of us is not really that real with God. We try to give him as little as we can to get as much as we can. But when trouble comes and mama and daddy can't help you, when trouble come and your friends is looking the other way like I don't see nothing. I mean, I mean that deep in the valley trouble where folks are looking down at you saying, you okay down there? I'm praying for you. But they're not coming down there with you. I mean, I mean that trouble where, where folks who was calling is not even answering the call. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. When you was doing good, they was calling you, blowing up your phone every... I've been blowing you up on Facebook. Now you go on Facebook, you don't have any likes. Trouble. God will get you by yourself. So that you have to deal with self. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. I know you're right. I know you're right. 
when I look back over my life, my most blessed place was the worst place. It was a place where God had me all to myself. And if God didn't keep me, if God didn't show up, if God, if God didn't, 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 didn't do some miracles, if God didn't, hold on, hold on, hold on. It was a place where he didn't get me out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But he got down in the valley with me. He was my lily in the valley. He made my valley not so low because he got in it with me. Look what he says. Not your hand. I need your presence. You really don't know how real the Lord is until you get in trouble. And he shows up in your trouble. Did you know that the stars in the sky is shining during the day? But the reason why you can't see them, because the sun is blocking their light. But about four o'clock in the morning, you'll see the bright and morning star because it's darkest at night. Yeah. And this light breaks through the darkness. Yes, Sometimes we get we 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 don't see him because too many other things are in the way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You 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 need your you need his face when somebody else is being your savior. No no. Yes sir. We don't need his face. When, 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 when we think we're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but let the very things that we are depending on begin to let you down. Let the folks who said they will always be there not be there. Let God take away all your crutches and, 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 and you will be like David. Lord, you said seek your face. Here I am seeking your face. Where are you? Yeah. He says in Jeremiah 29 and 11, he said, he said, when you seek for me with all of your, you know what I found out? You don't even know when you're seeking for him with all of your heart. See, if I'm praying, but I already know what I'm going to do if God don't answer quick enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yes, sir. See, when, when I know I'm going to go ask somebody else for money when I need. When I know if God don't show up by next week, I got another plan up my sleeve. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. The games we play with yes, God, yes, God is not moved by them. Oh, it's when we are stripped down come on, come on. and we recognize come on. Yes, we need him. Yeah. Not that he, he knows we need him. He's waiting on us to recognize we need him. That's why he says, seek my face, because he knows we need him. The problem is, is we think that we got it going on. We think we slick. We think that we can handle it. I don't want to go here, but I'm going to go here. When God breaks you down, it's ugly. When he breaks you down, you don't got time to be cute. When, when, when he breaks you down, it, it's not about having the, the makeup right. Mascara all over the place. Got one heel on, one heel off. 
fellas, you ain't looking that sharp and you don't care? He said, did he forget to comb his hair this morning? Did he forget to shave his head this morning? <laughs> you don't care. All of a sudden, what people think don't mean nothing. Not trying to impress nobody. Just don't care no more. Because if God, because because if God don't step in, I'm I'm doomed anyway. If God don't come help me, I'm messed up anyway. So I don't care whether folks know or don't know. All I know is I need the Lord. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Psalm 1611. Lord, you show me the path of my life. Listen, all of us got a path. Yes, sir. When God created you, he created you with a purpose. I, it, every one of us is created. God, in a, God did it individually. He did not do it collectively. He already laid out your life before your life came about. Matter of fact, he did it from the foundation of the world. You are intended. You are a purpose. God got something in his agenda that only you can accomplish. Listen, listen. Satan, therefore, has done everything to deter you and make you feel like that you have no purpose. When you begin to know the precepts of the Bible, you begin to understand God does nothing without a purpose involved in it. So every person that is born, that there is an agenda, there's a purpose for them. Now, now I said, and I've had people come to me that I don't know my purpose. What I tell them is, don't seek your purpose, seek your Lord. And seeking him, God will show you the path of your life. We sometimes put the court before the horse. And when the cart is front of the horse, the cart ain't going nowhere. We're stuck. Watch this. Notice what he says here. He says, after he's talking about purpose, life, purpose of life, what God wants for you, he says, in your presence, Lord, when I get in your face, when I, when I learn how to get in your presence, sometimes you got to cut off the TV, shut down the phone, shut down Facebook, don't answer Instagram. Listen, how can God, how can we hear the intimate, quiet voice of our spirit when we got everything else going on? We're living like never before in a society where information and noise is all over the place. Yes, it the is. problem with that is many of us, unless the TV is on, <laughs> unless the radio is on, unless the phone is ringing, unless this folks, they, they, they're on the phone and they running into things. Really? Said, I will direct your path. I will guide you. And it's in my presence that you learn to hear me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you know the voice of the Spirit when He's directing you? Yes, That's not for some Christians. That's for every Christian. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, He's not just saying no, but He says yes. He not just said, say, don't do that. He says, do this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
He'll show you. He'll speak to you. He'll use you. He'll flow through you. But you got to get where where you begin to spend time in this presence. Well, my desire is to know you. Kingdom is seeking the king first, and then he'll show you his way. What it says. In his presence is the fullness of joy. Hallelujah. Joy is not what you have or don't have. No, no. Joy is that 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 even in even if he don't get you out, but he come and sit in your present situation. Oh, y'all need to hear this. Here's a theological word, which means God is transcendent, which means He's far and beyond. Anything, anyone, anywhere, at any time. Which means that the regardless of our circumstance, if God just come and visit you with his in, with your in your in your if he just come if, if he just come sit with you. If he just come, you know, you know what happened this morning? You know what happened this morning? The Holy Spirit came and sat on us. And for those few moments. You forgot about everything. But after, you know, you know, you was crying, but it was a joyful cry. For that few moments, everything in the world was right. And for that few moments, all that mattered was him. For that, you know, you don't have to be at church for that to happen. That can happen in your bedroom. That, that can happen in your house. That can happen when you're all by yourself. My fact, you ought to make that a practice. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Then he says, in his hands, is many times we want what's in his hands more than we want his presence. It's God who gave us pleasure. It is God who made pleasure. Now, 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 now. He made sex. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can I go a little bit farther? Don't worry, I won't go too deep on you. He just didn't make it for procreation. He made it for pleasure. Hold on. Y'all ready? Yeah. Just, I'm just going to give you a little bit. Then I'm going to run out of it. Okay? What we experienced this morning was spiritual ecstasy. Spiritual ecstasy. What Satan did was took the relationship between the husband and wife and made it sex, just physical. What God really wanted was that with the husband and wife, there would be physical and spiritual ecstasy in his presence. Hold on now. Hold on now. Do you know what happened this morning? Can you imagine that happening while you in the bedroom with your husband or your wife? I just blew some of y'all minds. Let me prove it. Let me prove it. Song of Solomon, chapter 5. See, y'all not even listening to me. Y'all God. Come on back. Come on back. Come on back. Let me, let me prove it. Let me prove it. Let me prove it. Because some of y'all said that shouldn't be in church. It's in the Bible. I can preach the whole. See, that's the problem. We don't know what God has given us. And if you don't know, you can't have it. Then Satan comes in and give us something lower. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
that don't even compare and we miss out. Satan gives us crumbs when God got the whole table set. In the Hebrew, they, they, the Song of Solomon is their sex manual. Only Jewish boys can read it starting at 13 because that's when they become a man. Well, if you, it's, a, it's a poetry. It's about Solomon and one of his wives and and, and I think it's his first or second wife, but it's a kiosk. Kiosk means the meaning of it is right in the middle. It's like you draw an X with a meat. That's, that's what's the key of the meaning. Okay, we're, we're right in the middle of that book, Song of Solomon, chapter 5, verse 1, it says something like this. They are, if you read the book, they are in their honeymoon. Uh, all right, all right. The, the, the man and the woman's in their honeymoon, and God says, drink. If y'all understood what this was saying, y'all would blush. Next verse, next verse. Just, just, just go ahead, just, just go there. No, no, next verse. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want to be good. See this? Okay, next, stop 15. Okay, next verse. He says, I come to my garden. Okay? This, yeah, uh-huh. Keep on going. I'm not going to explain it this time. Next verse. I hope y'all know what's going on here. If you don't ask somebody. Next verse. Somehow it's skipped, but that's okay. This is what it says, right in the midst of that. It says this, third voice. Drink abundantly. Drink, as a version, drink deeply, my children. That third voice, many theologians believe that's God. Blessing the marriage being. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's there watching, saying, drink. Drink deeply. Yes, sir. When we allow Satan to take it, it becomes nasty. That's it. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. When God made it to be a blessing. Yes, sir. In his presence. Because he's the one who gave us pleasure. Yes, sir. My question is this. What have we missed out on because we don't know God's way? When we see the heart of God and see that God is in every facet of our thinking and life, when, when we let him in, he says, I came to give you pleasure. What have we settled for that God didn't ordain? Then brag about it like we're doing something because we don't know. So, knowing God's ways begin to become just so much higher that it's desirable. Knowing God's way begin to say, Lord, what do you have for me? Because I'm learning that when I seek you, that you begin to do things that I didn't even know you could do. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Here we talk about his presence. Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. Listen to Paul. I don't know what Paul saw, but whatever Paul saw, it totally changed his life. Philippians chapter 3, beginning in verse 7. Um, this is probably my, it's not probably, it is my most, it's my favorite scripture. Um, listen to Paul. Whatever things I had that might have been gained to me, I have come to consider combined as one as lost to Christ. He said, when I saw Christ, everything I thought I was, everything I thought that I needed, everything I quit chasing everything and started chasing him. 
Because what I saw in him was far better than anything this world could give me. In fact, he became my all in all because in him, he had my everything. When Jesus says, I am your way, your truth, your life, he is saying personally, I got what you need. He said, I got it for you. Listen, watch this, watch this. A lot of times, it's not the big things that, that, that keeps us out of God's blessing. It's the many small things. It's the small foxes. It's the cute puppies. It's the cub. It's, it's like, oh, you're so cute, and you're looking for the wolf, and they're the ones eating the fruit off the vine. It's, it's, not, it's not the big sin. It's those little things we need to tweak that is keeping us from going to the next level. Listen, if God can't trust me with the little things, he sure can't trust me. Is this too much? Is this? Look what he says. He says, he says, he says, he says, he says, I count everything at loss. Compare. He says, well, I compare that with him. When I compare whatever Saint has for with him. In the Greek, they may use the word privilege is translated privilege. But the Greek is a language that gives variation. All right. And what I mean by that is colorful. Yes, so you can't really translate it into one word. Okay. The Amplified breaks out the other uh, applications of, of that same word. So, so he not only means priceless privilege, overwhelming, preciousness, surpassing worth, so, so, supreme vantage of knowing Christ. And what he's saying is, when you get to know him intimately, you get more than him. All right, let me take that back. Let me take that back. Let me take that back. Let, let me say it in a better way. You get all of him and all he has. Because nothing is more than him. But he just don't come as a personal relation. He comes as your all in all. Amen. He comes as your life, your truth. He, co he comes as everything. Amen. Let's go. On. He says, becoming more deeply, perceiving, recognizing him more fully and clearly. And what he's saying is this. Once you taste him, you want more. Amen. Taste Amen. and see. That the Lord is good. Let, let me ask you. Has he been good to you? Did you know he's going to get even better? Do you want to see what else he has for you? Are you willing to give up everything else to see what he has for you? Now, now has he been so good that he makes everything else look small? Now, let me explain. Let me talk to those who know that they know. That they know. And they have tasted of the goodness of God. See, when I say he's good, you know where I'm coming from. But there are some Christians who haven't gotten to the place that they have tasted of his goodness. So they don't know what I'm talking about. They think that I'm making this analogy and it's not really true. Well, the truth of the matter is I can't even explain how good he is. That he's so good, he defines what good is. That words, words cannot really put into language of the goodness of the Lord. I'm not telling you what I read. I'm telling you what I know. And once you taste and see for yourself, you begin to realize he's worth chasing. He's worth chasing. Listen, let me, let me wrap this up. I can't preach all of this tonight. 
Lord, where we want to go? Where we want to go? Listen. Galatians chapter 5, I think somewhere around the 25th verse says this. He says, he said, now walk in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now hold on. Amen. He said, instead of walking in what you used to be, walk in who you are now. Amen. Walk in, walk in your helper. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know you got help? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Do you know you got help? Yeah. Did you know that you're the temple of God? Yeah. Did you know that the Holy Spirit has come to make his abode in you? Listen, I tell people this, and sometimes they don't believe me. You got everything you need to do what God wants you to do to overcome whatever you need to overcome. The problem is, it's in seed form. See, when it's in seed form, it's not beneficial to me till it's fruit form. Amen. Is anybody that ever did a garden before? Yeah. Now, you got to take care of that garden. Amen. You just can't plant the seeds and let it grow because weeds automatically come up. Yes, the problem with us sometimes, we start off good, come on, come on. but we don't take care of the seed that's been planted. You got to go back and de-weed those things. What I mean by that, you can't just let anything get into your thinking. You can't let anybody get into your spirit. There's some folks you got to quit associating with because every time they come around, they don't got nothing good to say. Every time they come around, they talking about everybody. That is getting into your spirit and killing your seed. I know I'm right about it. Hold on, let me, let me, let me, I'm about ready to finish. You also have to understand that if you planted bad seeds, you can be as safe as you want to be. But since you planted the bad seeds, you got to eat some bad fruit. Now hold on. Hold on. God is gracious enough to give you grace in your eating. But you still got to eat it. <laughs> you know what else will happen? God will let you know why you eating this. Remember when you thought you was cute and though you knew you was wrong, you did this and said this and did this and did this. Well, it's 10 years later and you wonder why you eat some nasty stuff. God said, remember when you was cute? But he'll sit down with you while you're eating and let you know, start planting good seeds now. Where you at is just temporary. And if you trust me, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you hang out with me, if you start planting good seeds, once you get done with the bad fruit, your good seeds will come up and you can start eating good. Let me see. Let me prove it. Isaiah 55. Somewhere, somewhere. Let me see what verse. I, I don't know what verse, but, but, but they'll find the verse somewhere around verse 6. He says, my thoughts are not like your thoughts. It's higher than thoughts. My ways are not like your ways. It's as high as the heavens are, he said, he said, he said, if you keep on doing it your way, you're going to keep on getting what you get. If you keep on operating in the way you're operating, you're going to keep on eating the same rotten fruit. But if you discover 
how I think in my word. If you discover what I bless, and you start doing it. He said, he goes on to say, he said, as the rain falls on the ground. Here it says, as the snow. Well, you got to understand that Israel only rains during the winter months. Uh-huh. Don't rain through the summer months. Uh-huh. For three months is only rain. Somebody said, but then how do they get crops? Because when I saw their fruit, I never saw fruit so big. Say it, say it. I never saw. I'm telling you. I, me, me and Reverend Ingram looked there and, 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 and the, 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 the bananas. Uh-huh. I would have been scared to eat those things. <laughs> the green peppers was big. I mean, there's something in that land that makes the fruit, somebody say God. God's blessing and favors on the But listen, but it only rains for three. But what happens is there's a lot is surrounded by mountains. And the mountains are up high. Am I right, Otis? And and the mountains got a snow top. So during the winter month, the snow has piled up uh-huh. on the mountains. Now the mountains are not they're, 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 they're limestone uh-huh. and they got cracks in them. So as the snow melts, it comes down through the cracks It twinkles down and come up in the land. Now you know what the funny thing is? You don't know where it's going to come up. So springs begin to shoot up in the land and water the land. Yeah. What God says to me, yeah. he said, if you do what I tell you to do, Come on. Come on. you don't know where I'm going to bless you, but it's going to pop up in your life. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Listen, listen, he said, because if it goes on this way, he says, because my word maketh, it makes the seed germinate. Now hold on. The seeds germinate, but that's not fruit yet. No, no, not yet. You see the leaf come up, but that's not fruit no, yet. No, no. You gotta keep on praying. Yes, sir. Keep on. Listen, listen. If I see God working it out, I need to quit asking and start praising Him. Hey. I need to start thanking Him because listen, sometimes. You know in your spirit, though you don't see it yet. But if you know in your spirit, you know. So instead of asking, you need to keep thanking him and praising him and prepare for what God's going to bring you to. That's how you take care of the seed that's been germinated, is that you begin to thank him and praise him. See, the church shouldn't wait until you already got the victory because the victory is going to come because you praised him before the victory. Sometimes you just got to stand flat-footed and say, I believe, I believe. Sometimes you got to stand flat-footed and say, I know, I know. See, just like you got to work a garden before you see something, in you is a spiritual garden. Yes, sir. The question is, are we working it? Are we allowing God to work it? He says, he says, my word will accomplish what I sent it. If it goes up, my word will accomplish what I sent it to do. Now, the question is this. Will I work it? Will I do my part? You know what this is telling me? God says, I have already done my part. I'm waiting on you to do your part. I'm waiting on you to fight how you feel. To fight what people say. To fight the non-believers. I wait on you to believe what I spoke in your heart and what I spoke in my word. And I wait on you to trust me enough that you're going to stay diligent 
of what I told you to do. You know what God wants more than anything else? It's for his life to be manifest in our lives. Amen. You are his seed. Yes, sir. You are the planning of the Lord. Yes, sir. You are objects of his glory. And he wants through difficulty, through hardness. You know, sometimes, and I'm done. Yes, sir. They throw out the stuff. Come on, come on. On the flowers, on the bushes, and it stinks so bad. Huh? What is it? Is that what it is? Horse manure. Yes, sir. Cow manure. Hey, listen, manure is manure. It may not smell good, but what is it? So when God puts manure around you, come on, come on. may not feel good, may not smell good, but what it's doing for you on the inside is helping you to grow to be who he has called you to be. Amen. Yes, sir. And yes, once sir. you start looking like him, uh-huh. he says, now I can trust you with the pleasures that is in my hand. Amen. That's what he wants from us. Amen. That's what kingdom is really about. Yes, sir. Listen, folks don't care what I say until they see me living. That's it. Give credibility to what we're saying. Yes, sir. If we're not living it, then there's not much power yes, sir. in our saying. Not saying we have to be perfect, but they ought to see the love of Jesus. Amen. They ought to see some love. Yes. They ought to feel the love. Yes, sir. There ought to be a difference in the way we respond. Yes, sir. Listen, and we all fall. But he said the righteous person keeps on getting back. He loved you so much that he died for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. The Father loved you so much that he that he crucified his own son to get fruit out of you, out of me. And he's willing to do that. Won't he do everything else to get us the victory? Amen. Amen. He's waiting on us. Not us waiting on him. He says this. If you look with expectation at me, I'll look at expectation at you. If you move towards me, I'll move towards you. If you delight in me, I'll delight. So watch this. We control how much of our destiny we work in. We control the degree of blessings we walk in. But it starts with seeking his face. Somebody.